Every Republican wants to get back to work. We have to fund the government responsibly. We must secure our southern border. That mm -hmm. is paramount to the future of our country and our security. Florida's Byron Donalds, one of many candidates vying for the position of House Speaker. Local representatives Kat Kamek and Michael Waltz are on uh, the record endorsing Donalds, but the House remains without a Speaker going on three weeks. They held a candidate forum last night for those who filed the run. One dropped out, Pennsylvania's Dan Muser withdrawing his name. Uh, we're going to be all over this story as the House reconvenes at some point. Brian Kilmeade checks in live before his radio show gets going. Do you see an odds-on favorite here? I mean, uh, the highest profile is Byron Donalds. Everyone looks at him as possibly a governor, a gubernatorial candidate in Florida. You know that as, as well as anyone, Rich. And I think that Tom Emmer seems to be the one with the most experience that Kevin McCarthy, I was going back with him on Sunday, he goes, he definitely, there's certain people that are talented, but there's only certain people that can do the job. Because he, you don't do this, uh, for example, the president's got a skill set, if you want to be president, and to be a house, you really, if you do the job well, you're not front and center a lot. All you're doing is making deals going behind the scenes, trying to mesh together moderates and, uh, moderates and possibly some uh, blue dog Democrats, if there are any left, as well as the extreme conservatives. And you try to get together on one voice and you try to put together deals, but without putting yourself out front. And then you've got to be a master fundraiser and you also have to be a recruiter. So, and it's relentless and it's seven days a week. And so far, no one's done it for three weeks and they still have to go ahead and uh, fund the government in less than two, which is a, a daunting task. My sense is that maybe. Um, this could be it because a lot of uh, these men and women went home and got blasted and uh, people are embarrassed that they put them in charge and they just totally gave up their majority. Uh, the people like Kevin McCarthy, uh, who put in 70% of all these candidates in, my sense is that, and there's an outside chance we could have a speaker tonight, my sense is they don't leave that room without 217. If they leave the room with 120 and hope it's going to break their way, they're wasting our time. Then they have to put up with more nominating speeches about Hakeem Jeffries and then whoever it is. And my sense is, I think, as of last night, I think seven of the eight have agreed to whoever gets the nominee out of that room to rally around that nominee. Hmm. So, and then Tom Emmer did something I think was important. He reached out to Donald Trump and said, let's just get this record straight. I'm not against you. I did, I did vote to verify the election, but I've never been anti-Trump. And Trump admitted, he's like, yeah, Tom Emmer called me. So that's what they needed. They just wanted to make sure this wasn't a Liz Cheney situation. So you don't necessarily need Donald Trump's endorsement. You just don't need him working against you. So he made that move. My sense is that Emmer could really do the job, being that so many people think he can, because we're not there. So my hope is they're embarrassed enough to make the move. And those uh, knucklehead eight that caused all this, led by Matt Gates, uh, realized the damage they have done and would would, uh, would just go along with whoever emerges. In sports, and especially tennis, there's the unforced error. This seems like it I is know. so much bigger than the unforced error long-term. What sort of damage and reputational damage might be on the line here? Well, look, it, it would blur because things are so heavy right now in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. Things are so important with China. You know, we have a summit possibly coming up, but they just rammed a Filipino ship who are an ally of ours in the South China Sea. They're trying to – things are so serious now. And then the economy and the – uh, we have interest rates this high, and the real estate is slumped, and I fear a recession's coming. That, believe it or not, as real and as embarrassing as this is, 
it could begin to go into the radar, especially with the drama of 2024, picking a nominee, and then the election. If you have someone like Kevin McCarthy said, not bitter, I'll help. Steve Scalise says, I'm not bitter, I'll help. They could go fight by fight and try to keep New York and California in those moderate districts and maybe hold on to it. The Senate looks good for Republicans, and Joe Biden certainly is not the reincarnation of Ronald Reagan or even Bill Clinton, uh, who was so effective, even though he was, uh, he was uh, soaked in scandal. Uh, people like, I don't want to go with Bob Dole. So, you know, uh, can I just say this to be kind? Uh, Joe Biden's vulnerable. All right. So there are things could turn around quick. I don't want to get caught up too much in October and think about next November, but they have a lot of work to do. And I would add uh, a couple other things uh, to the mix is that um, President Biden and right now what's going on in Israel, I just think is so much uh, more important than a speaker search. But if this goes on another week or two, you're going to have to have some type of deal with Democrats and basically give up your majority. And then that would be the disaster. Mm. As serious as things are, in just over two weeks, while it will be a serious tone, it's also going to be a great night at the Ponte Vedra Concert Hall, November 10th, Salute America. We're nearly sold out, Brian. A great opportunity to salute all those who serve and have served our great nation, but also a chance to catch up and hear a little bit more on the personal side from you and Mark Kay. And I can't wait to start posing questions to the two of you knuckleheads. Yeah, and I got um, this new book, Teddy and Booker T, coming out. And I just think it's other two, uh, two great American stories, how they work together. Uh, on race, on education, and moving America forward. You know the men, but you probably don't know how they work together. So I'll be able to factor that in and talk a little uh, and, and give another reason to, to see how America gets the right people at the right time. We're still waiting for those people to emerge now, but they emerge then. Uh, so I will bring that up. All right, and to Ticketmaster.com, pbconcerthall.com. Get your tickets. They will sell out. We're just over two weeks away from Salute America, and we're just a few hours away from hearing Brian Kilmeade back live on your radio. Starting at 10 here on 104.5 WOKV. Brian, thanks as always.